Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in the relationship, Successful in the family. Success is maybe considered to you becoming a homeowner. It could be uh, being debt free. Your idea of success could be sixty thousand a year, fifty thousand a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Doesn't matter. If you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out 
it flourishes. Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm 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 going to put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You When you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made so he can, so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence goes, grows. So we got to get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a wheel of yours, a wheel along with the decision, a wheel, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less travel path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different, because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. You've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be, to be the best self that I can possibly be, to be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you? And, but, but, but one of the 
worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else. Because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You, you're, not, you're not Oprah and Stedman. You, that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You, you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realize in his best disguise, a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Another song. I just want to stop. The world ain't right with quarantine. I just want to stop. The world never be the same again. On, I just want to stop quarantine. Oh, stop. Ain't no that scene. Stop. Still in quarantine. Oh, stop. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> That's all it is. Gino <laughs> Vanelli, boy. That was my jam back in the day, though, boy. The world ain't <sighs> bright without you, babe. I just want to stop. Come on. Yeah. That was my jam. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Hey, Steve. What's up, crew? Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Junior. Morning, everybody. <laughs> morning, up. Come on around there, Jam and the Brown. I want to go outside, but I can't. <laughs> it may sound crazy, but I want to go outside. But I can't. But I can't. Oh, okay. Did you black out? Because I... Oh, not no, I was there, boy. I was there, boy. Oh, you don't understand. 
That J was my jam. Scared. Senior. I didn't know what happened. Michelle Hawkins. Walking to the table with my tray in my hand, and she had told me she wasn't going to the prom with me. Oh, yeah, heartbreaker, bro. heartbreaker. Yeah. I want to oh, go outside. Gee, if I was lucky enough to get a dance on that song, boy, I impregnated some people, boy, because I was up in there, boy. I was all in there. Dance for Nephew Tommy. Stop, stop. Top of the morning. He, he, you've unleashed him already, so let him ride. Yeah, I just... just remember this, Steve. Three words. You... Hired him. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know no what? Yeah. No sense. I'm grateful. <laughs> I hired Jay. Mm-hmm. I hired Tommy. Two great talents. You know, it's right been there. two of the biggest mistakes. <laughs> talk about <laughs> we want a good, do-over. We, we want good a do-over. Talent, man. I mean, if you talk about two of the biggest mistakes. having done something and went and had to sit with myself <laughs> with no one to blame. We here for a reason, Jay. That's right. We yeah. here for a reason. I know I bought it on oh. myself. <laughs> I owe no blame to no one else. Now I realize I can't get over you. Okay, right. my jam. Mm. And I'm telling you. I'm All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, huge, huge crowds gather over the Memorial Day weekend, ignoring social distancing rules. We'll find out what the crew did over the weekend right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday was Memorial Day, which is the holiday that unofficially kicks off summer. And over the weekend, it was a three-day weekend, of course. Did you all see these large crowds? I mean, they were everywhere at beaches, at parks, at bars, pool parties. I mean, what was the thought party? That was, that's in my home. That's here in Houston. In Houston? Yes. I mean, People were acting Man. like everything was normal, like there was no coronavirus or no uh, social distancing rules. Uh, I mean, it puts it, it was very dangerous. It puts everyone at risk of catching this this, this virus. And it I has the virus has killed, Steve, almost 100,000 Americans. I don't wow. know what uh, people are. I guess Monica Barnes sent me the best text that pretty much described it all. I love that. Uh, Because it said, I still can't get over how Americans got tired of COVID and just decided it was over. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's exactly what happened. Yeah. People are restless. They're restless. They're tired of being indoors. The weather is nice. They want to get out. So they just think it's gone. (laughs) I got it. But there isn't a vaccine There isn't a cure. Right. There's nothing that they come up with that even makes you feel better when you get it. It's a case by case. Some people die from it. We've got almost 100,000. Yeah. I just can't. I can't take the chance Mm -hmm. of how I would react to it to go Mm -hmm. out and just take a shot Mm -hmm. at getting it. I mean, we have been self-quarantined, stay-at-home orders. We have stayed away from the virus. The virus is still there. We've just been indoors. So if you go out, 
and just Fool. ignore. What you say, Tommy? Fool. Fool. And ignore everything that they've been telling us to do, mask and social distancing. You could get the virus. And when you but see yeah. that many people, when you see that many people in one picture, you have got to say to yourself, there's got to be one infected MF. Yes. Seriously. No mask. No mask. But the people that are complaining, talking about, we want our countries to be open. We want everything open and let us decide for ourselves about our health. We don't need the government to decide what keeps us safe. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, miss. Listen to me. This is not just about you. Right. We are trying to keep the masses safe. If look, if if the if if COVID worked this way, you could go outside and say, okay, I'm I want the COVID so I can get it and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then somebody could say, I don't want any COVID at all. Right. If that's how it worked, then cool. I say let everybody make their choice. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. It doesn't. Steve. You don't have to want it at all. Right. There's no respect. The virus yeah. has no yeah. respect. Yeah, no respected person. Black, you don't have to know that someone's care. giving it to you. Right. You don't have to know that it's in the air. Yeah. It's just there, mm-hmm. and you happen to be there where it was at, and you got it. That's right. the problem. And then when you get it, then you have to go to the hospital if you if you're and you want lucky the hospital to. Make- to- Right. You want them you, to take care of you after you go get it. Yeah, then you <laughs> want them to take care of you. They're already stressed out and on the front lines and taking care of everyone. They need a break, too. I mean, a lot of them have been in commercials saying, you stay home so we right. can go to work. You stay right. home and stay safe so we can go to work. But I, I saw, we were talking earlier, I saw the, the, this one lady on TV saying that she thought, Steve, that uh, she didn't want anybody. The, the mask represented people manipulating her dominating her and trying to control her. And you know what I say Are to that crazy? lady right there? What? You're making it a partisan issue. They're not yeah. talking to just you. Yeah. This ain't some dude with making a sexist statement. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. Somebody trying to dominate and manipulate you. This is for everybody. Steve got that same rule. They want Steve to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They want everybody to do the same thing. Ain't nobody manipulating trying to dominate you. People kill me, man, when they personalize it and make it just about them. Control I you. wish <laughs> that this was a matter of choice where you could just make the decision, I want it. I'll mm-hmm. take the corona you so I can get it over with. And you build antibodies and get it over with. Yeah, because yeah. I think my immune system could take it and be like the flu, and then I'll have it, then I won't have to worry about it no more, and then I ain't got to wear no mask or nothing. I wish it worked like that, but it don't. Right, and then when you wear the mask, it's to protect other people. It's It's to show that you care about other people. Yeah, you know, respect. It's respect. It's it's just, yeah, it's common decency. It's respect for your fellow man. I mean, it's Uh all those things. And the other part is we need a class on how to teach so many people to wear the mask. It don't go under your chin. It don't have your nose. It go over your nose. Mm -hmm. It it goes over your nose. Mm -hmm. Your nose shouldn't be sticking out. Mm -hmm. It it don't go over your eyes. It's just like, (laughs) the hell is wrong with some of these people? Well, that is your. That's the class right there, Jay. You just told them how to wear it. Yeah. Everybody says. But you just want to yell at people who are not wearing a mask, but you can't. You like you. You just want to yell at everybody. I can't breathe. Uh huh. 
that's part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's the discomfort My you mask have to is deal hot. with. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. My mask is hot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit uncomfortable to wear a mask. Got it. Mm-hmm. My wide open though. Yeah. Here's the consequences of not wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. And you know, I see people with masks on, and then I, I look at those pictures. That picture in the Ozark, uh, Missouri, yeah. Oh, yeah. where and the thing was no oh, mask, get in free. I, I just in went, Houston okay. at the pool party. Yeah, but it's not about man? your freedom. This is nothing. You're already free. What are you talking about? We too free. Yeah, <laughs> you're already. We got no free. damn rules over here. That's We're... why I ask is free and leading in COVID cases <laughs> yep. and leading in deaths. Yeah, because we free. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All Keep right, we're gonna... singing that national anthem. <laughs> we're going to switch gears. Of the free. <laughs> Sing it. Bring in the nephew. Coming up with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national coronavirus news update. Also in trending news, Detroit's former mayor, Kwame Kilpatrick, will be released from prison soon. Come on. Yeah. yeah Come yeah. on. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. All right, nephew, what you got for us? I'll support late. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, my sweetheart. Called. Yeah, who is this? This Preston, man. Uh, me and me and your, your ex, me and we uh we've been kicking it for the last three months. I'm I'm, I'm man. I'm I don't a, care about you and me. We not together. Me we not together. So why you calling me? Okay, yeah, no, that's cool right there. I understand all that. You calling me to tell me that y'all together or something? What you, I don't care about what you and do. Me and not together. I don't I don't give a damn about what. Dude. No, player, I understand that. What I was calling you about was, you know, you kind of behind like two, three months on the child support, man. And I told I was going to handle this. What? Well, I told her I was going to handle this situation, you know, so. Nah, I don't need you to handle nothing. You don't need okay, to well, be worried about, about how many months I'm behind. Who the hell telling you all this anyway? When, when, when can we expect another payment is what I'm asking you. First of all, don't you ever call my phone with that you understand me? Don't call my phone, man, because I don't care about my I daughter, man. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to handle no situation. I don't need you on my back, and I don't need you on my back about no damn child support, because I do for my daughter, man. So don't call my phone with that, okay? Okay, well, look, let me ask is you working right now? Man, you, man, say, listen here, what, 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 what's your name, Preston? Yeah, Preston. What I'm saying is, you working right now? Preston, I I do whatever it takes to take care of my daughter, man. So don't you worry about my my job security and what I'm doing. Okay, well, okay. can I just come? Why not just come by there whenever you get paid next time, so I can pick up the child. Man, you don't need to come by nowhere. I tell you what, yeah, Preston, you bring your around. You come, I'm give you directions right now. You bring your on over here, cause I want I want to see your calling my damn phone talking about my damn daughter. Hey, man, we looking out for the well-being of the baby, man. That's what we look What you for. think I've been doing ever since she came in this world? That's what I've been doing ever since she got here. Been looking out for her well-being. And some come just getting a picture. You want to tell me about my daughter well-being? You crazy. Why, why, why is you three months behind then, man? Matter of fact, I do everything I can for my daughter. 
so for you to sit up here and call me talking about I'm three months behind, I don't even keep up with that. I send money when I can. I do for my daughter. I do for my daughter before I do for myself. So if I ain't got it to send, that means I ain't got it at all. But give me a second and I'll go get it. But don't be calling me about my daughter, man, talking about I'm three months behind. Okay, well, look here. First of all, I ain't, you know, I ain't working right now. So we really need you to go on and get the money over. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't working, but I'm out here hustling. You calling me about some money? But you over there laying over Both of y'all need to get off y'all and do what the hell I'm doing. That's what I can't understand. It's two of you, but it's one of me. And you want to come to me with that? Man, I told I was going to handle this situation by being behind on this, you know, this little old child support situation. That's all I'm saying. I need you to go on and give me a date, man, on when we can expect a payment. Okay, I'm giving you a date right now. Bring your over here right now and come pick up the payment. I got it for you right now. You just tell me what kind of car you drive so I know. Because I don't, I don't want to bust the wrong that pull up in my driveway by mistake. I do everything for my daughter. My daughter don't have no wants or no needs. I put shoes on her feet, clothes on her back, food in her stomach. I do everything for her. I don't need you at all. My daughter don't need you at all. I pick her up from school every day and take her to her grandmother's house. So oh, yeah, I don't hey, want to uh, hear about no two or three months behind because she ain't with us. I. I just see if I hey, went hey. two or three months and she with us. Okay, she that's, listen, I. man, that's, oh, that's another thing uh, with me and the other talked about. We're not going to need you to be taking her from the school no more. I'm going to be getting her from the school when she man, get out. Man, you done lost your I wish I would have kept your up in my daughter's school. You ain't picking up my daughter, man. I don't even know who the hell you are. I told you my name is Preston, man. Man, I don't I'm give Preston. a about no Preston. You not, I'm telling you what, man. I don't want you nowhere near my daughter. That I'm going to talk right now because I don't want you nowhere near my daughter, man. You understand me? I don't want you nowhere near my daughter, man. If I catch man. you near my daughter, I'm going to whoop your I'm going to let my daughter know. If I, if she, me, she, me, you, me and together. Me and and the baby is getting along fine, man. All I'm saying is we just need you to hey, send the hey, money, man. You, hey, you and y'all, I'm glad y'all doing good because she a anyway. But don't put my daughter in the middle of this, man. Man, I'm just happen to be in between jobs. That's all, man. Well, you need to get off your and look in between your cheeks and go find you something. Find you a manhood sitting up there probably on the couch eating up all up Pop-Tarts and I've only had two of them Pop-Tarts, man. That's all. You ain't supposed to be having none of them because I bought that for my daughter, man. And I don't appreciate you eating none of that shit over there. You need to get off your and feed yourself like I do. I feed myself and my daughter and probably still. Let me say this here, man. I just want to talk to you about our child, man. Our child? That ain't your child. That's my child. I'm, I'm taking the you responsibility. You ain't got nothing to do with you ain't got, hey, say, man, don't you ever say that, man. Don't you ever say that to me, man. That is not our child, man. That's my child. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Put your ear to this phone real close, man. I'm listening, about my I'm daughter, listening. I'm listening. Hey, I'm trying hey, to handle this hey, like hey, men is what hey, I'm trying to do. You ain't been here the whole time. You trying to walk up in here and talk about our, I'm her daddy, man. I'm just trying to be a good stepfather, man, and get the, the child support. Stepfather, y'all got to get married first. You ain't no man. Say, man, say, look, look, I'm going to talk to you and handle this. I, I guarantee you. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. You don't talk to no more. You understand what I'm saying? You talk to me. You're dealing with me. I told I was going to handle this. So you're going to make me mad now. Like I done told you, now you don't talk no more. I talk to whenever I want to. We got a child together. You just got in the pit. Don't you call 
no more. You, you don't talk to Tampa. You talk to me from now on. You talk to Preston. I'm going to talk to and I'm going to have this dealt with. Trust me. Hey, man, you don't call man. You deal with me. Do you understand what I'm telling now, you? I'm, I'm not dealing with you with a thing. You hear me? The only thing I'm going to deal with you is my foot up your that's hey, man, hey, man. look here, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say, play. I done heard everything you had to say. Let me tell you something, man. You want a job, we hiring right now. I'll put you in, with the man in charge. I'll get you a job. Nobody want to work with you, man. I don't like your attitude. You need to work with somebody because you ain't working with nobody right now. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening? Man, say what the hell you got to say, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning. Man, I don't so give a damn... Hey, man, I don't care who the you are. I'm playing about my daughter, man. No, it's nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin Kendrick, man. Oh, oh man. I'm going to kill this. You all right? Oh, no, man, because I don't play by my daughter like that, man. I don't, that's my world, man. That's my heart, man. I don't play like man. that, man. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> all right, nephew, Lord. Coming up at the top of the hour, <laughs> entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending Detroit news, once known as the hip-hop mayor for his swag, former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick was convicted back in 2013 and sentenced to 28 years after his public corruption trial. However, uh, now we're hearing that uh, Kilpatrick could be released soon, possibly by the second week in June. Um, So in a a few weeks uh, due to the coronavirus. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that because you, I thought R. he Kelly. was... Not R. Kelly, not you. I'm <laughs> R. Kelly, you're not going home. I know, I know. You're not, you're not going. You know, now, Kwame, my boy, I played golf with his father, too. Yeah, okay. We sure do. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Kwame going to get out of prison soon. Yeah, second mm-hmm. week in June, you really praying and hoping that he does. And if he does... We got some things that he need to know before he get out. Hurry up. Oh, do we? Just, just some things. Some stuff, just some stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Kwame, yeah. men are wearing their haircuts lower now. So if you, <laughs> you might want to get the prison barber to kind of tighten you up before you, you get out. Get one last barber tight cut before you come out. And uh, here's another one, Kwame. Listen to this here. As soon as you get out, you're going to meet some of your old friends and you're going to try to give them a high five. We're not, we not doing that no more. <laughs> this COVID thing is real out here. All we doing is elbows, elbow bumping now. <laughs> also, uh, I saw you exercising on the prison yard. Them great big old over-the-head headphones. Unless you doing a radio show, they out. They got these things now, Kwame, called pods. You just put it right in your ear. Man, you're, now, Kwame, they're going to trip you out when you get out, man, but you got to get you some. As a matter of fact, home. I'm going to send you a couple pairs. I hate him. <laughs> now, here's something else, Kwame, if you get out. You're going to want to cut back on a whole lot of your jewelry. 
you know. Too much yeah. bling, Steve. Yeah, want you to do that. <laughs> and uh, also, Kwame, in them big cross-colored jackets and them them embossed jackets and bomber jackets with money on it and all that and pleats and and ain't no more suits got ten buttons on it. All that's out. How many buttons we down to? Yeah, we just two what? and three now. <laughs> Also, Kwame, hard street shoes, church shoes, gators, crocs, block crocs, square toes, all uh, that's out. That's uh, out. Detroit. That's Detroit. Uh oh. High collar dress shirts. Uh huh. Yeah. Out. You ain't gonna be able to. You don't have to wear nothing. Hold that button on it. And, and let me tell you this from here. Listen to me, Kwame. Don't play no R. Kelly music. No more. That's out. That's out. Now, that's out. That's for show out. Now, even if you saw him while you was in there, maybe he told you everything that went down, and maybe you missed the R. Kelly documentary. Uh-huh. Surviving R. Kelly, you, you might have missed that. <laughs> and last but not least, this is just for you. Don't do like other former criminals get out. Stay your ass off Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, yeah. Zoom. Don't your ass dare TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> Come on home, Kwame. We're waiting on you, baby. Come on, Kwame. Come on, Kwame. 92.3, the mix in the D. Waiting on Kwame, baby. Back we to love the club, doggy. <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's go on to the headlines now, Ladies please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Andrew. Oh, try to get serious. Andrew put the news. President Trump made a Memorial Day appearance yesterday at both Arlington National Cemetery and at the Fort McHenry National Monument in Baltimore, where the Commander-in-Chief not only paid tribute to America's fallen military men and women, but to the people risking their lives every day fighting for the lives of the victims of COVID-19. Tens of thousands of service members and National Guardsmen are on the front lines of our war against this terrible virus, caring for patients, delivering critical supplies, and working night and day to safeguard our citizens. Meanwhile, Brazil now, the Brazilians being barred from entering the U.S. because of reports that the coronavirus there is rapidly escalating. In fact, Brazil now has more corona cases than any other nation except the United States. NBA Hall of Famer Patrick Ewing was hospitalized over the last few days with COVID-19, but his son says he's been released to continue recuperating at home. As a player, you know, Patrick uh, helped the Georgetown Hoyas win the NCAA championship in 1984. He went on to a 17-year NBA career, mostly with us, the New York Knicks, because I'm from New York. 57-year-old Ewing has been the men's basketball coach at his alma mater since 2017. President Trump is threatening to take the upcoming GOP National Convention out of North Carolina if the governor of the Tar Heel State does not agree to allow for full attendance at the presidential nominating confab, that event scheduled for uh, four days starting August 24th in Charlotte. Trump complains in tweets that the governor, Roy Cooper, has not yet fully opened his state. Uh, that it's, uh, Cooper doesn't do so immediately. He'll be forced to find another site for his convention. Governor Cuomo says, Governor Cooper rather says, he will treat the event like all others. Right now, gatherings are limited to only 10 people. 
Two lawmakers calling on the federal government to investigate the federal shooting of the federal shooting, federal government rather, calling on the federal government, let me get this straight, uh, to investigate the fatal police shooting of a black female emergency medical tech named Breonna Taylor and the arrest of her boyfriend. California Senator Kamala Harris and Florida Congresswoman Lucy McBath, both Democrats, they're asking. Three cops say they were executing a no-knock search warrant at Breonna Taylor's apartment at 1 a.m. March 13th, looking for two drug suspects who actually had been apprehended at another location in the family says that's what happened because of incompetent police work they went in her house and just took her from us and for us to just have to find that strength to move on without her is just going to be so hard and this is only the beginning and i want kenny to know we fight for you too you did not deserve this yeah, this should have never happened he also shot with his licensed gun because he didn't know what was going on, but prosecutors have since dropped the charges against Kenneth Taylor. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all know former Vice President Joe Biden has been trending in the news. Don't we? Don't we? Oh, Don't we boy. know that? Uh, first, uh, receiving a lot of backlash for his previous morning show comments saying, if uh, black voters vote for Trump, then they ain't black. What? Biden has since apologized that, for his comments. I believe that, though. He should have <laughs> said it, but I believe it. <laughs> he Biden. just couldn't say it. He couldn't say it, huh? And well, he, he has like the right to say it. Biden has since apologized for his comments and said he should not have been so cavalier. Uh, um, also trending political news, uh, Joe Biden criticized President Trump for his weekend golf yeah, trip in on, Virginia. Hold on, hmm? hold on. You know, I, I understood the black comment. You know, I, I think he yeah. tried to be, you Funny. know, Funny. he was talking to Funny. Charlemagne and mm -hmm. all of this man, you know, who does a great job with these interviews. He, he's becoming, you know, that, that guy. You know what I mean? Because he's really a sharp guy on stuff like they invite him on everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I talk with him all the time. I'm really proud of Waves becoming. Here's the deal. We have two choices in November. Both of them are white men in their 70s. I happen to belong to several country clubs. I have been privy to some jaw-dropping conversations in the locker room, at the 19th hole, on the course. I've been privy to some conversations. What you're hearing, or what you heard him say, is nothing, nothing mm -hmm. compared to what they say. This is just the stuff that you're getting to hear clips of. Folks, let's stop playing around here. You've heard some of the stuff Donald Trump has said. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. And if you can tell me that Donald Trump has not trumped that statement times 50. Mm -hmm. Squared. <laughs> yeah. And I got news for you. <laughs> what he's really said at Malargo and on the golf course mm -hmm. and in the boardroom is, is it's amazing. These are 70-some-year-old white men. Now, do you give them a pass for that? No. But you also don't give them a pass by not voting. That you right. cannot do. That's, See, that's the thing. You can't take your vote you cannot do. And, and use it against Joe Biden because he said something you didn't like, which means, you, like you always say, Steve, uh, if you don't vote for Biden, it's a sure vote for Trump. Hey, can I, can I say this here? Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking to Tommy and Jay right now in Junior. Mm -hmm. We have said some stuff amongst oh. ourselves. 
Oh my that God. bet not cannot come out. Bet not to go We're across done. a news feed line. We're done. I know. And the worst <laughs> one was I do. For me, I don't know about anybody. <laughs> Jay, we're not talking about your former That's marriages. All right, uh, we're going to take a break right here, and we're going to come right back and continue this subject, Steve. Uh, that's coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, before we went to break, we were talking about Joe Biden and, you know, the comment he made, if black voters vote for Trump, then they ain't black. A lot of people were up in arms about it, uh, upset about the fact that he said that, you know. Uh, he's apologized, of course, for those comments. Yeah, you know, I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't really bother me. I, I knew he was trying to be funny and yeah, trying to just talk to Charlemagne and trying to make a statement. I... I, look, man, like I said, I have heard Way white worse. men in their 70s make some statements at golf courses and boardrooms and sitting around joking. And, man, that's nothing. And then I just look at what all Donald Trump has said. Yeah. And with no apologies said. attached to anything. Yeah, Before, during... <laughs> How about this one right here? Hey, currently, this the, right now. This is the okay, one that threw me. Hey, yeah. there's my African American. Yeah. <laughs> I went, uh, oh, oh, you oh, have yeah. one? He said that. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Sir, excuse me, you have one? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but, but it was so right after the P word comment and the, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. buying the stormy off and porno that it just get away from me. Yeah, but. things that he said about immigrants. There's so, oh, 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 there's so um. much stuff. That the but the thing said. about it is, I, I think the problem comes in is when people get mad about that statement, especially black people, and we decide to hold our vote back and not vote for Biden because he made that statement. You know what I mean? That yes. could be the problem this coming November. If the, you know, that's the problem. Uh, we shouldn't be that shallow. And dangerous. Though. Yeah, and, and it's very dangerous. And like you, yeah, and like you say, if you do, if you're not, if you're holding back because you're mad at Biden, then that is a vote for Trump. That's what that is. But y'all, that's come on now, come on now. Let's that's be right, real. Shirley. She's right. Yeah. These are two seventy-year-old white men. You really, if you you're gonna be mad about that one. I got news for you. Hmm. The stuff that's <laughs> really been said, you yeah. you would be devastated. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's. Let's move past this. Let's find something else. Because let me explain something, y'all. The Republican Party don't nitpick their people this way. That's right. And, Steve, can I say this? One of the main reasons Joe Biden is going to be, it looks like, the Democratic candidate is because he's Joe Biden and he's been known to, you know, say things like this. When he was vice president under Obama, That's he why did I liked it, it. And people <laughs> loved him for I it. I liked him for that. And now we're nitpicking, like you say. Now we're nitpicking mm-hmm. the things that come out of his mouth. I think he's being extra careful, actually. I don't think he's the unleashed Joe that he was under Obama. Hey, look. Hey, look. Should Who was he, he going to pick, what he said after the... After the fall for the uh, or the pushback, of course not. He apologized. 
Right. How many times has Donald Trump apologized? See, let me tell you not something. One. Not one. No, he does so many things that you forget. He doubles down. Y'all, y'all still don't forgot that he done separated all those immigrant kids from their mothers. Right. See, y'all have forgot about that. That's y'all don't know that quietly he trying to push them right on back over the border right now. Don't nobody pay attention to this right here. He does so much stuff. He's a he's an expert at de- deflection that he just does again. And now this conversation about. If if how do y'all feel about this statement? Cause I've been hearing people say if he doesn't pick a black woman for president, for vice his president vice presidential running nominee, running. that he's finished. How do y'all feel about that? Wow, I don't agree with that. Um, I think I don't agree with that. I, I think just the opposite. I think if I, you don't I, pick a yeah. white lady, he's doomed. That's what I think. Well, you know why, they, and you know why they say that. I think that. Um, black the the black people that are really into it like that and they think that he owes black people something and all of that what is his agenda for black america yeah and because they know that we as black people uh are the vote democratically and we're going to put him into office those are the ones that are mad i want my bigger issue is getting donald trump out Now, whether that's with a black woman or with a white woman, I want Donald Trump out. Well, some people think a black person picked him. Since a black person picked him, he should pick somebody black. Exactly. Exactly. Obama picked Biden. When we come back, I want to say something about that statement. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey (laughs) Morning Show and to continue this discussion right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, welcome to uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show Politics. <laughs> We're in there <laughs> like swimwear this morning like with swimwear. this. swimwear. Yeah, uh, this morning. So go ahead, Steve. You, you know, saying. look, we were talking about the statement that Joe Biden make. If you don't vote for him, you're not black or mm-hmm. stuff like that. You, know. you ain't black. Yeah, you ain't. I mean, look, he said it kind of like he said, and he apologized. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't care. I ain't got no time to get hung up on that. You know, we. what do you mean we ain't black? No, come on, man. Come on, come on, come on. He shouldn't have said it. He apologized. How many times has Donald Trump said something with no apologies? We can't count the time. I've never heard an apology. I mean, he, and he never, never will. He's, He's never not apologized. that guy because right he doesn't care how you feel or think. He only cares about himself. So that right there is a huge difference between him and Joe Biden. And the Democrats, man, we sit on TV and we try to play this self-righteous thing and, and dog him for saying this. We all better get on this dog Trump for what he said thing because the Republicans are not going to do it. If you cut on Fox, Donald Trump can do no wrong. Now, if you're thinking that if Joe Biden picks a black woman for VP, then that'll mean that black people are thinking that what's the black agenda? Let me forewarn everybody about something. You cannot run for the presidency of the United States with a black agenda. They are not going to allow that because you are the president of the United States. Obama didn't do that. You you talking about coming here something specifically for black people? You're going to get ran up out of here. And white folks not going to accept that. And black folks ain't going to believe it. So where are we at? I I disagree, and I think they will. The fact that they elected a black president twice, I think America would accept 
a, a black uh, vice president. I, that's just my but, thinking. I don't know a lot of people. Think well, no, 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 no. I would say I think it's different when it, yeah. when, and you forget when it about comes those to a female. Who were critical mm -hmm. of Obama because he didn't have more of a specific mm -hmm. black agenda. You forget yeah, about CJ, those I was just saying that I don't think mm -hmm. you can expect him to pick that because then it'll show a black agenda. I think the problem that this is what I'm afraid of in this country we're in because of the election of Donald Trump, because of the potential re-election of Donald Trump, with all that he's done that's so not representative of what you would want as a leader of this country, that how many followers he really have, if I think, and I, look, I'm going to vote for him. I surely will in a heartbeat. Oh, Biden? But yeah. I'm afraid that white America will run from a black woman because, let me tell you why I'm saying that, because are going to be, oh, no, not before one of us. And then you're going to go get a black woman and white men? I just don't know how they vote for have her run our country because there is still, still sexism in the mind of men. And you, and you throw sexism and you put any form of racism in it and we got a problem. It's divided. Now, do I think them sisters would do a great job? I think the ones Hell that we yeah. saw on TV oh with the God. list. Hell yeah. I think them girls would get up in there and be bad with it. But I just don't think America will do it. But if they get on this ticket, the Steve Harvey Morning Show going to push like champs. Oh, absolutely. But a lot of people said that about Obama. Was America ready? I think it would be a big help to his running for president in terms of the black vote. In terms of the black vote, it will. I think he put himself in a corner by saying that now. Yes, by saying it. It would have been better because now we're all anticipating, is it going to be black? Is it going to be white? Is it going to be Hispanic? Is it going to be older? Is it going to be younger? You mean when he said Joe Biden said he was going to pick a woman. He didn't say a black woman. So now that puts the pressure on him. So with this, no matter whoever he picks, he's going to piss off somebody. Everybody's as opposed to not, you know, it's as opposed to just mad. not putting it out there. And even if he didn't say it, somebody yeah. would be mad. I mean, yeah, but this, you can't but it's, please it's everyone. greater now with but people, oh, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, it is. I saw the list of, mm -hmm. uh, and they had the three sisters. This wasn't the list. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Abrams, Kamala Harris, Abrams. and then it was Elizabeth Warren. Mm -hmm. Amy, Amy Klobuchar, Klobuchar. Uh -huh. and 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 a lady out of uh, uh, Michigan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, oh, she's Gretchen, good too. Um, yeah. the, the governor mm -hmm. of I'm Michigan. okay with any one of them. You got to yeah. get somebody where people have proven would have voted for, and who has been proven that they would vote for. Uh, Stacey Abrams has proven that people would vote for her. Mm -hmm. Kamala had people voting for her. Elizabeth Warren had people voting really for her, Elizabeth and Amy Warren. Klobuchar had yes. not only people voting for her, but she was saying some smart stuff that could have got, you know. I, I, I got a name. I got it. I got it Someone I got who it. did not have name recognition, Sarah Palin. Name recognition, all that you said, Steve, I got it. I got who, it. Jay? Who? Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, my, that's my vote right there. We vote Put up, Jay. Put on any damn ticket. I'm a, you hired a lunch him. ticket, a meal oh, ticket, a traffic ticket. What? I'm a savage. You are stupid. Classic. So 
Joe Biden and Megan the Stallion. It's over. It's a done deal. Can you imagine them walking out the Joe and Megan. Joe and Megan. I'm a savage. No. When she goes up against Pence. Pence gonna lose his religion. He gonna go, oh my lord! <laughs> I can't beat this. I can't beat this. Yeah, but you know, man. Oh, they can't. When he said during the debates, "Would you have a woman as a running man?" He said, "Of course. If I win, then I will pick a woman." I think that painted him into oh, a corner. Into a but corner. but yes. now listen to corner. this though. Mm-hmm. I think that he could not pick a man. Better, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. That's out there available. I agree. That's with what's you. crazy. That's, that's a good statement. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. statement. Only person that would make a great running mate for him mm-hmm. is the governor of New York, Cuomo. Oh my yes. god! If he would do it, hey, man. hands yeah. down. If he would do yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. he said I, he's I not. Cuomo? And, yeah, and he's that would squash that would squash the black woman that, talk too. Yes. they would accept mm-hmm. that. You're right. Because You're he has right. proven to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is not to say there are plenty of qualified women. Plenty of oh, qualified lots. women. Black, yeah. white, Hispanic, a yeah. lot of them. You're right. Plenty of but, them. But like look, you say, he's women in politics are very, very qualified. Oh, it's just that oh, we live in a male-dominated society, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm afraid of with this vote. Because I'm telling you, man, that that for Trump, when you listen to them talk, you go, wait a minute, excuse me, you you're voting for a man who has done some things to his wives over the years that mm. you all wouldn't agree with, and currently, while married, paid off a porno star. $130,000 hush away with it. Got away and with it. walked a Playboy bunny into your home where your wife's live and shows her your wife's room where she spends Gave most her of her time. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, wait a minute, man. I'm, I'm confused here. I'm so confused about that. And for women to turn around and okay that, when women are such in solidarity for one another when they get hurt mm-hmm. by men and things like yeah. that. Wow. I just go, wait a minute, man. Are you all just ignoring the facts here? That that kind of throws me a little bit. <laughs> Basically, the woman that had the shirt on that said, he can grab my pee right. anytime. That, yes. To me, that sums it all up. Surely, you're exactly right. But you know what? Women for Trump throws me like when I see blacks for Trump. They had that, <laughs> that group of young Blacks at the White House, yeah. and the president has done so much for black people. I wanted to go, your little young stupid ass, what has <laughs> Trump done for black people? I you wish I wish here. he was my nephew yeah. or something. I'd have knocked his monkey ass out when he came back <laughs> off that TV. I'd have knocked his monkey ass out. On that note, we're going to move on. That's politics, man. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, noisy, naughty, new neighbor. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. 
All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, noisy, naughty, new neighbor. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 38-year-old married woman, and my husband and I have lived downtown in a nice condo for the past six years. We get along well with all of our neighbors, but a couple of months ago, a single young man moved into the condo next door to us, and now we're having a big issue with him. Since we've all been quarantined, our neighbor has been into porn, and it's driving my husband and I crazy. Every morning, we know when he wakes up, because from about 8 to 9 a.m., we can hear moaning and groaning, cussing, all kinds of nasty stuff coming through the walls. And you can hear it in the hallway. He must be watching porn and stereo with his surround sound on. He has a very regular schedule of watching it in the morning for about an hour. And then again from around 1 till 2 a.m., 1 a.m. until 2 a.m. for about up to about 90 minutes usually. Some afternoons he will turn on porn for what we assume is a quickie because it only lasts for about 30 minutes. My husband thought it was funny at first and he jokingly told me to invite my younger sister over to meet him. Uh, I am sure it's hard being single and alone during the quarantine, but we need him to get some headphones so we don't have to know how he's passing the time. We are sick of hearing his freaky one-man shows, and I'm about to go to the Homeowners Association and let them handle it. My husband says to calm down because the guy will be embarrassed. So I told my husband, either he has to talk to the neighbor or I'm reporting it. Is there any way we can deal with this in a polite manner? It's getting out of hand. No pun intended. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Well, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you should not have to be uncomfortable in your own home. I don't care what it is, porn, whatever it is, you shouldn't have to be uncomfortable. I I also agree that something needs to be done with this situation. Um, You know, if if you all do decide to report him, I I just say if you report him to the Homeowners Association, you're going to probably have to do that anonymously. Um, because it could cause major problems with your little nasty neighbor. It could. He might even turn it up louder. I suggest you and your husband leave a nice note, or just you maybe. Tell your husband you're doing it. Leave a nice note under his door asking him nicely to turn that mess down. But, um, you know, make it a nice note. Uh, You know, maybe you can mention headphones to him. He should try headphones. Mention ear pods. Uh, you know, put a please and thank you in there. Don't judge him or anything. Or, you know, you and the other uh, neighbors in the building could also get together and go to the home association or write a note to the home association. And because it's a problem. I mean, it is a problem. It, it's disturbing. It's too loud. He could turn it down. He, what's wrong with him turning it down? Why does it have to be so loud? Um, you know, surround sound is booming in there. Uh-uh. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So write a nice note. If that doesn't work, then go to the Home Association uh, with an, an anonymous note. If that doesn't work, get together. You guys got to have a meeting then, and somebody's going to have to say something to him. Doesn't He doesn't have to know that it's you. They can do it anonymously, but, yeah, something definitely has to be done. I say do it in the form of a discreet note. Steve? I disagree with everything Shirley just said, 100 and a thousand percent. 
I disagree with everything she said. It ain't your damn business. And why, oh why? So I told my husband, either he has to talk to the neighbor. Um, but why would you put this on your husband? What? She can't go over there by herself. She, why is she going over there? It's quarantine. It's We're going her. through it in here. <laughs> now this boy Loud. by himself. <laughs> See, Loud. you got a husband over there. This boy, it, this young man. <laughs> he in there by himself. He wake up at eight. He ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> he got all Stormy's tapes. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> yeah. But they're moaning and groaning and cussing, Steve. Yeah, that's see, Shirley, you ain't watched loud. porn. <laughs> loud like that. Oh, you better. <laughs> what? You ain't. And so the only thing I'm confused about, mm-hmm. are they listening to him? Or is it the tapes that they play in that's loud? I think it's the tapes, because she said the surround sound. She mentioned all of that. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. that, that's a problem. Well, you know. Now, there's a lot of porn where it ain't no cussing in it. But oh, it really? black tail is all cussing. It's oh, that's, oh, not mentioned in here. Oh, that's cussing. No, so it could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be he got he on black tail. Black tail is all cussing. It's profanity through the whole thing. Uh, when I come back, I have a suggestion for this married couple on how to handle it. And um, you're probably not going to agree. So what could it be watching again, you said? Black tail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steve, hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Subject, noisy, naughty, new neighbor, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letters. Subject, noisy, naughty, new neighbor. What you got? You know, this 38-year-old married couple living in a condo. They've been having a nice time. Then this young dude had moved in, crossed the hall in quarantine. He can't go nowhere. And he into porn, and it's driving her and her cousin crazy because he wake up, and from 8 to 9, he cut the porn on. Now, he got it up loud. He in got it up loud. Sound. So surround they sound. can hear the people in the porno tape. Ah, spank it! You know, they hearing this. <laughs> Bend me over! You know, they they hearing this at 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. So Jay and I are going to do a react me. Jay, you are going to Jay, you are going to say things that are said in porn, one-liners that said, and I'm gonna show this couple how to do it. Because here's what has to happen. If this young man is getting on your nerves, because it's too loud. Mm-hmm. Right. You gonna have to out loud him. Mm-hmm. What? 
Only way you're going to have to out loud him. So what you're going to have to do is since he got y'all's attention, y'all going to have to get his attention. Now, you're going to hear some things coming from this porno movie, but I want you to knock on his wall and respond. Right. Like I tell you to. Now, Jay is going to do famous lines mm-hmm. from porno movies. Gotcha. I'm going gotcha. to tell you what you and your husband have to beat on the wall and holler back. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he'll go, well, damn. Ready? <laughs> All right. So now let's go. Okay, the porno movies are. <laughs> go ahead. First one, is, first one is this right here. Is that wax hot enough? That's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear that. Is that wax hot enough? Is that wax? Hell no. Heat it up some more. Mm-hmm. There we go. What? There we yeah. go. See, you want to. You, you wanna... yeah. Hell no. Heat it up some more. Right, so, yeah. I like that, Steve. I like that. Come on, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear this. Is that Jell-O cold? Is that Jell-O cold? Huh? Is it cold? Yes, it's cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. It's, ooh, ooh, ooh. it's too cold. I can't do this now. Stupid. All right. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear all this. this. I want you to beat on his yeah. wall. Yeah, when you, and when say you hear what's back. in the porno, beat on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you take another strawberry? Can you take another strawberry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like peaches. I like peaches. <laughs> Get some peaches, boy. <laughs> okay, all right. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear this right now. Come over here and get your ass really choked. You need, Come on over here so I can really choke your ass. Come on over here. Come over here. 409. Come to 409. <laughs> That's your part. Because we choking over here. We're damn near kill you. Which, right, here we go. Another point of point. I hate sound. You want, you want, you I want, love you it. want creamy or chunky peanut butter? Which one you want? Creamy <laughs> or chunky? Which one you want? Which one you want? Just put it in here. <laughs> Don't give a damn what it is. Just put it in here. Put it. Wait a minute. Get the spoon, Herman. <laughs> Herman? Why is it always Herman? Herman. Don't use your hand. Get the spoon. Here we go. Young. You want you want you want a shoe or a belt? Which one you want? A sh- uh, harder. Uh, <laughs> you gonna have this little young boy next door going, damn, what the hell? What the hell oh, man. <laughs> messing up my phone. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, I hate that one more. I hate the both of you. I just want you to know that. Completely with everything. Everything. This is how you do it. I'm loving it. Shut up, Tommy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, man. Uh, How about that? Am I bending that leg far enough? Have I bent that leg far enough, girl? Huh? Have I bent it far enough? Put it on my ear. Put it on my ear. Doing nothing. Put it on the ear, your little punk ass. Come up your leg back. It go further back than that. Wish you was over here. Get your heel out of me. What? Get your heel. All right, I got, oh, man. I got one more. I got one more. Oh, man. I got one more. All right. Oh, God. All right, I need to know. Are you tied up tight enough? Are you tied up tight enough? Huh? Change, boy. Change. 
Oh, this velvet rope with your punk ass. Where the chains at? <laughs> Take the chains like, off the chains. FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast good. on that demand. <laughs> Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, J. Anthony Brown has released a new fire song. We're going to talk about it right after oh this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Jay, uh, yeah. you got a new song. What's this song? I, have a, I heard I have it's a fire song, now. I, here's the problem I have mm-hmm. when I bring out music like I don't think I get treated like other people Any who come way. on the show and, and introduce music. I, I don't get an interview. Michael, I Michael. don't get, you know, I don't get the shout out. And I'm constantly producing music. I have produced a lot of music. I've been off for a while, but I just want to be treated like the Anthony Rosses, Hamilton. You know, the, I, I want to be treated like that. This is an original song, and I want the same love. Yeah. All right, well, Steve, well, introduce him then. Introduce him. Yeah. He, he's, he's a star. Uh, introduce him. Can you please? Ladies and gentlemen, another damn friend of mine. Come on, Jay. <laughs> this song is it's not going to insult anybody. It's dedicated to people who are living with somebody, and they're going through it. Hit it. Says, you know, I've been keeping my eye on what's being reported about the quarantine. A lot of songs about how we're going to get through this, how we're going to make it, and a lot of positive songs, and wash your hands, and all that's good. But I have a song today that really speaks to a group of people who are really going through it. This song is dedicated to you. I think you know who you are. I'm not sick with the virus, baby. But I'm really sick of you. I'm not sick with the virus, baby. But I'm really sick of you. Every day we spend together, one day feels like two. I'm not sick with the virus, baby. But I'm really sick of you. I can't stand it when you sit. I can't stand it when you talk. And it gets on my nerve when you get up and walk. I'm not sick with the virus, baby. But I'm really sick of you. My boy's yeah. greatness. Bitter. You hear me? <laughs> greatness. I, the bitterness is just overwhelming. It's real, Steve. Like the struggle. Yeah, it's real. It's like, man, that? he he don't write uplifting songs. <laughs> he don't have one. I'm not sick with the I'm virus, I'm not sick baby. with the virus, baby. baby. But I'm 
But I'm just sick of you. Like when you stand, when you talk. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk about this golf thing with these superstars. That's coming up at the top of the hour. And Junior's here with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior. Sports Talk with Junior, ladies and gentlemen. What you got, Shirley. Junior? Shirley, we've uh-huh. told you this before. What? This is not sports talk. What is this? What is this is just something we heard <laughs> in sports. All right. Because we ain't got nothing on right now. Yeah. All right, y'all heard about it. You know, it was a rainy day, but it was a great day for the match champions for charity. Uh, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Tiger Woods played over the weekend for a COVID-19 relief fund charity. Uh, at one point, though, during the game, Tom Brady uh, ripped his pants. What? Not to mention, not to mention, Charles Barkley decided to talk to Tom Brady. Take a listen. C- come on, man. I'm going to give you some shots, man. I want All some right. of you. Got It'll turn on. Don't worry. It ain't over yet. Oh, 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 Wow. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Chuck. Hey, man. Chuck. I got that's all food. Shut your mouth, Chuck. Oh, Real. <laughs> Take a little of that medicine. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, Tom. And, Junior, I want to thank you for calling me and reminding me to look at it because I saw the whole match. Yeah, man, it was good, wasn't it? it was you know, good, Tom man. Brady, I mean, man, they, they all play golf. Mm-hmm. You know, well, man. I mean, Tom Brady had a rough front nine, but who ain't? Who ain't? He couldn't find the fairway, but who ain't? I've spent the whole game looking for my ball before. Boy, no man. I didn't went through a case. What is you talking about? A case of yeah. a whole sleeve, sleeve twelve, balls, twelve, a sleeve, <laughs> twelve. A sleeve is three. Twelve. Mm-hmm. A, a dog, that's Junior. A case, that's right? dog, dog. That ain't impossible. No. <laughs> dog. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. One time I was in Vegas, or Arizona, I think. I was on a par three. It was over water. It was a simple shot, 170, 160-some yards. And I can do that, man. Five balls in a row Gone. in the water. <laughs> oh, really? Five <laughs> in a row. I said, man. And you keep trying to prove it that you can do it. That's Dog, what and every time I swung it, I thought it was perfect swing. And that ball just drifted, drifted. I, this one looked like it a hole. Right so I just get, and man, oh God, five in a row, man. That's the sound it makes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, why was Charles Barkley out there? <laughs> he plays golf, right? Yeah, He's a dog. He, he plays golf, golf. Yeah. No, he don't play. He just out there. He not. You know, I never did see his bogey challenge. How did that it, go? It, 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 it didn't go good at all. It's Charles. You seen Charles Barkley swing? Yeah. <laughs> He's not really impressive. I don't know if he's fighting with the stick. <laughs> so you Junior, don't know what was, Charles doing. So, Junior, he was trying to make a bogey. They was betting yeah. that he wouldn't make a bogey. He was on the and 18th he didn't, hole. Yeah, he didn't even make it. Charles just be out there. I don't even know why he, he just, you know, the bar sometimes, the bar, you know, hey, 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 the bar sometimes, hey. You know, I, you know, Kobe play, Kobe play golf. Uh, uh, you know, you know, Tom Brady paid everybody the fairway. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Charles, why are you out here? 
don't but know man, what, don't watch Charles. Charles Tiger, used to Tiger be, in the room, huh? Hey, dog, Charles used to be a really, really good player, man. But he, he developed did. his yip in his swing, and he couldn't get rid of it. He just come down and he stopped. But Charles used to be a really, really good player. Something happened. He developed the yip, and he, and mentally he just can't get rid of it. He just don't get over it. Uh, but, you know, Charles' stomach is at the same level up. <laughs> That might be what the problem is right in the way. Uh, you gotta let him have that, Junior. Hey, man, you know who looks really years? good rich. now let talking about that. sports? Shaquille O'Neal, man. Doc, huh? have you seen how great a shape Shaquille done got in, man? Mm-hmm. Oh, Shaq looking good. I haven't seen Dog, him. Shaq, man. I ain't seen Shaq. Dog. Yeah. Dog, this quarantine. Dog, look at Shaq. Oh, good, boy, good. Man. Good for him. Go ahead, Shaq. That's all it was, too. <laughs> okay. Coming up, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, J. Anthony Brown, this story is for you because you love you some movies, okay? Well, movies movie and white theaters. women. Movies and white women. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. In that order, right? <laughs> <laughs> will movies be? Will movie theaters, Jay, be a thing of the past? Is the question. Movie studios have been offering some of their new releases through streaming services during the coronavirus pandemic, and it seems most people really, really like being able to watch new movies at okay, home. Can I ask this question, guys? Mm-hmm. What yeah. does that mean, streaming? What exactly? What are they referring to? When you watch it on Netflix, yeah, like Netflix, you can see it on Netflix, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu um, Amazon, yeah, Prime, Apple, all, all, yeah. Apple. So how all do the Peacock. movies? How do the movies economically make money versus going to the theater? Do they get paid when they like they buy the movie at home or something? Well, they're selling movies now. You have to buy the movie at home. Yeah, you can rent it or buy it at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you pay for the the service as well. But, but yeah, some of these theaters the have a right line of real estate that they got to cover. You know, twenty one. You know, 35 theaters, that's hard to fill that back up when we come back off of this. Oh, but I love going to the movies, I do, too. You know, I I love it. It's fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're saying saying that drive-ins might get a little bit more. I've heard that, Tommy. I've heard that. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually... Remember the drive-in movie, huh? Hell yeah. (laughs) Dog, that was y'all don't understand. That was a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it back. I like that. Yeah, I love the drive-ins. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending Detroit news, once known as the hip-hop mayor for his swag, former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick was convicted back in 2013 and sentenced to 28 years after his public corruption trial. However, uh, now we're hearing that... uh, Kilpatrick could be released soon, possibly by the second week in June. Um, so, in a, in a few weeks, uh, due to the coronavirus. I so, like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that because you, I thought R. he Kelly. was on. R. Kelly, not you. Uh, <laughs> R. Kelly, you're not going home. I know, I know. You're not, you're not going. You know, now, Kwame, my boy, I played golf with his father, too. Yo, oh, okay. We sure uh, uh, Kwame gonna get out of prison soon. Yeah, second mm-hmm. week in June. Really Steve. praying and hoping that he does. And if he does, we got some things that he need to know 
before he get out. Hurry up. Oh, do we? Just, just some things. Just some stuff. Just some stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Kwame, men are wearing their haircuts lower now. So you you might want to get the prison barber to kind of tighten you up before you get out. Get one last barber tight cut before you come out. And uh, here's another one, Kwame. Listen to this here. As soon as you get out, you're going to meet some of your old friends and you're going to try to give them a high five. We're not, we not doing that no more. <laughs> this COVID thing is real out here. All we doing is elbows, elbow bumping now. Also, uh, I saw you exercising on the prison yard. Them great big old over-the-head headphones. Unless you doing a radio show, they out. <laughs> they got these things now, Kwame, called parts. You just put them right in your ear. Man, you now, Kwame, they're going to trip you out when you get out, man, but you got to get you some. As a matter of fact, home. I'm going to send you a couple pairs. I hate him. <laughs> now, here's something else, Kwame, if you get out. You're going to want to cut back on a whole lot of your jewelry. <laughs> oh, you know. Too much yeah. bling, Steve. Yeah, want you to do that. <laughs> and uh, also, Kwame, them big cross-color jackets and them them. Embossed jackets and bomber jackets with money on it and all that and pleats and and ain't no more suits got ten buttons on it. All that's out. <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day. Hold on. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. It is the last break of the day. That's the craziest one ever. That was right there. Time is still off. You actually good. took time. <laughs> yeah, that was. He rang an alarm. <laughs> and that of was course, old school telephone. Yeah. And of course, also coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, some inspirational closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. On this Tuesday, the day after uh, Memorial Day. It's been a good day. We talked a lot of politics today. We got a lot on our hearts today, huh? (laughs) So much going on. But just remember to wear your mask and wash your hands. That's all we ask. Stay safe. Please. Wash your hands with your (laughs) mask. But you know, man, you've got to really, you've got to understand, y'all. Listen to me. It's too many commercials on TV. It's too many famous people is too many educated people telling you is too many mayors telling you to stay home is too many well-thinking well-wishing people who care more about your safety and your health than to get the economy rolling i understand you want to go back to work i get it i would risk going back to work to save my family too i ain't gonna lie to you i would But partying has nothing to do with saving your family. Uh, Going to the beach ain't got nothing to do with saving your family. Those types of things you can avoid. That's just being, you you can't even ask nobody to watch over you in that circumstances. If you were forcing yourself to go back to work to take care of your family, I get it. But this other stuff you don't need to do. I was talking to a friend of mine and I was reminding him he was asking me, he always checks on me. He said, man, how you doing, man? And he was kind of struggling a little bit today. 
And I mean, I have my moments in this quarantine. I'm not going to kid you. It's been a, I've had a couple of moments where, you know, I just I just want to get on a plane, man. I just want to go somewhere. You know, I want I want I want I want to go do something, you know. I don't have a job that I hate, so I don't mind going back to work, you know, but I, I've had some moments and I was talking to him. And uh he was he was saying he was going through it today and he was asking me how do I handle it? And one of the ways that I handle the quarantine and the whole COVID situation is I I handle it just like I've learned to handle all of my dark moments with gratitude. Joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. So what you have to do is you have to replace negative thoughts within the words of Joel Osteen with power thoughts. You have to start thinking yourself out of your circumstances because if you allow negative thoughts to process and to exist, they flourish and they grow. And negative thoughts turn into negative results and negative results turn into a negative life and a negative life turns into a negative existence. And if you stay there, you you start thinking some horrible thoughts. I choose not to think of myself in the middle of a crisis. I try to look at myself what miracle is God working in my life that I'm about to be a part of? What miracle is going on in my life that I'm participating in? Because man, it's gotta be something to this because I mean, if you're a person of faith and a believer, you know, you've gotta know that God didn't bring you this far to leave you, right? Oh, I was thinking about uh, how I was handling it. And I think I've said on the radio before, I'm not, in the middle of a crisis, I'm actually in the middle of a miracle. So what I do is when I find myself in situation that seems a, a bit harsh, a little bit unbearable, or I don't see no way out, I start thinking of all the times God has brought me through when I thought there was no way. And I wanted to remind people of how I do it because throughout the Bible, there is stories of people who were in crisis situations that turned out to be a miracle. And so I go to those moments right there. You know, when, when, I, think of, uh, when I think of Daniel, and they threw Daniel in the lion's den as a form of punishment, and Daniel was thrown in the den with nothing but hungry lions. I don't know if you could think about this, but that's, that's a moment of crisis right there. That had to be a moment of crisis. Well, the next day when all the kings and rulers opened up the hatch to look back down there, Daniel was sitting up against the wall and all of the lions was crouched in the corner and no harm had came to Daniel. Because what Daniel had done is when he got in this moment of crisis, he went to the one source that he knew about that acted and performed at its highest level in crisis moments. I remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendy Gold got thrown in a fire or furnace of fire and none of them got burned. I'm pretty sure if somebody throws you in a furnace of fire, that's a crisis situation. But when you put God in the mix, it turned out to be a big miracle for them people. You feel me? I know when Samson was one of the strongest men, but then he got involved with, with the woman and all of a sudden he lost his eyesight and his hair. But all of a sudden, in that last moment of strength, if he called on the creator, he 
found himself in the middle of a miracle. When Jonah got swallowed up in the belly of the whale, I'm pretty sure that was a crisis situation, but it ended up all too well for him. I mean, when Job was covered with balls from the hairs of his, from the crown of his feet, from the crown of his head to the tip of his toes, and the, and the devil was challenging him and took everything from him, and then Job ended up being one of the wealthiest men in the world. He was in a crisis. What about them 5,000 people that was in the middle of a desert starving, and they, all they had was uh, was five fish and two loaves of bread, and they all ended up eating. I'm pretty sure they were sitting there looking, going, man, this ain't enough food, this is a crisis. It ended up being a miracle. When Pharaoh was chasing Moses and his people across the red, across the sea, and all that water was being held back, them people running across that ocean floor, you don't think they felt like they was in the middle of a crisis? No, they felt like that, but when they got on the other side, they found out they was in the middle of a miracle. God can perform miracles if you just believe. You ain't really got to be sitting over here in a crisis. You could actually be in the middle of a miracle. He's done it before. Why would he not do it again? Those are my marks. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 